Blog Talk Radio. live during this show and here's more that shows you that's true closing the creaking door of the old wooden shack which we broadcast live not dead from if you want to call into the show don't you know by now the phone number after 15 years the show has been on the air almost 15 years, and the call-in number east of the Erie Lake, 4657-383-1357. West of the Erie Lake, dial I always got to be sure that I didn't disconnect myself during the show. Well, as usual, nobody's listening, and I'm talking to myself during the show again because no one's listening. So it's just me talking to myself on the one-woman show. This show has been on the air, as I just said, for almost 15 years. Beep, beep, beep. We went on the air one week after All Hallows' Eve in the year 2008, 888, one of my favorite numbers, eight. That's when I started this show. That's when I was also working in television on TV as the mysterious Miss X horror show host, 
you can still see my newer shows of the Midnight Monster Movie with Miss X, where I host all the old monster horror movies in the tradition of the 1970s, 1980s horror movie hosts that you would watch. I know you would watch them every weekend, late night, 2 a.m. in the morning. You'd be watching these horror hosts. That's the kind of horror host that I am. And that's why I made Midnight Monster Movie with Miss X. And it can be seen right at archive.org, A-R-C-H-I-V-E dot org. You go to archive.org, Wendy W3, and you can see the Midnight Monster movie with Miss X. It's all on the web. Just look at all different websites. You'll find it. Yes, you will. The deep voice man told you the number if you wanted to call into the show, but you don't want to call in. You don't want to discuss your near-death experiences or you thought you were dead experiences or your out-of-body experiences, things that you've experienced. This is the show where we solve the mysteries. Unlike all the other paranormal shows that only give you theory, we, on Night Owls Radio, Solve the mysteries for all you night owls out there that love the paranormia. Because this is your paranormal paranormia best right here. Tomorrow is my birthday. Yay! Value every single day. I've told you that before. I'll tell you again. Value every day. Because that's what this woman talks about today on our show. About near death, her near death experiences. 10 10, October 10th, my birthday, which is exactly three weeks before All Hallows Eve Halloween. If you didn't realize that, go look at your little calendar. Something else weird that we do on this planet Earth that we call Earth is that we mark the time on the calendar in little squares. And October 10th, 10 10, is three weeks before October 31st. Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, the night before All Saints' Day. Well, I'm going to be buried from, by the way, All Saints' Day. I turn to the north, to the south, to the west, and to the east. Getting confused on my directions again. Broadcasting live all over this planet Earth with people listening to the north, to the west, to the south, to the east. All Saints is the name of the cemetery, not the day, it's the name of the cemetery. Now, speaking of, and no, we're not speaking of cemeteries, going to roll into the clip of the woman who claims she saw George Washington during her near-death experience. A few words about the so-called near-death experiences from your host, the mysterious Miss X. Never get that feeling like you're living in another zone. You're in the twilight zone. You've experienced all of this before. Well, it's all connected. And what you call near-death experiences are things going on in your head. How do we know they're going on in your brain? Because people keep seeing the same thing. Just like we feel pain on different levels. 
we feel physical pain on different levels, but there's still things about being human that make us all feel pain in the same way or in a similar way. And I think that's what this is with this near-death experience because, remember, we solved the mysteries on Night Owls Radio, the show for the loneliest, the dateless, the loserless. You don't need a website to find a date. You just listen to this show. I'm single. That's why my name is Miss. I think it's Miss for all the years. 15 years later, it's nearly 15 years later since I started this sh- broadcasting this show. And I'm still single. Single. The bottom line, still single. Because people have similar experiences during these so-called near-death experiences, that's why I think it is something in your brain similar to the other things that you have in common with all human beings. So if almost... Most, if not all, humans are seeing the same things, experiencing similar things. Then you have to believe or consider that it is something that simply happens in the brain during these terribly traumatic events where the people are at death, near death, where their main functions or vitals, as they call them, vital signs, have stopped or changed, and they are considered to be, quote, dead. Well, obviously, you're not dead, and that's why you're seeing these things. You might be floating between this world and the world that you go to when you pass away. With with as many people as I've lost, if you don't already know, I lost my mother and my only brother right around this time on September 26, 2021. That was exactly and only two weeks before my birthday. So I had to go through a freaking birthday after that, question mark. Both of them, totally tragically, totally unexpectedly lost on the same day. On the same day. I lost half of my immediate family in one Split second, one minute, because there's no one split minute, on September 26, 2021. And they both, both of them, are the ones who introduced me to horror movies, the 1970s, 1960s, Hammer Horror, Dracula, when my brother would go out as Dracula when we were little at Halloween, always taking out those fake teeth. Spiked teeth, the fangs, spiked teeth. See where my mind goes. There's, they're fangs, they're not spiked teeth. I'm going to put up a picture of my newest little decoration creation for Halloween, but every day is Halloween here, as we used to say on the show, where every day is Halloween. So this decoration, if you want to call it that, I have named, I have dubbed Missy, is going to be in the background. You know how horror hosts always have their sets decorated? Well, honey, this is less than a shoestring budget, so I don't have a set. But she will be set in the background of the so-called set, set on the set of Midnight Monster Movie with Smith And, you know, I was really fortunate. I got to work with the best people 
in a local, I mean, famous, famous locally people who were the best, man, the best on all the old monster movies and horror movies. Yeah, you could buy my music. It's still out there, SoundCloud. I'll have to put a link up to that, too, but you're not going to buy it. So why would I bother? Let's roll on into the woman who claims she saw George Washington after crawling through the earth with the worms that looked, she said, similar to the worms that we see on earth, but they didn't have the ridges on them. You know how, how earthworms have ridges? She said they didn't have those ridges. <laughs> but other than that, they looked like similar. They look like the worms that you see on earth. They look similar to that. Here we go. Here is part of her story about saying that she died and saw George Washington. Remember that the word die is also just a relative term used here on planet Earth. We are spiritual beings, not physical. But they wouldn't answer me, and they wouldn't even look at me. They were looking out the atmosphere like I was supposed to be doing. And I was like flabbergasted. And all of a sudden, the one closest to me does this strange thing. I'm looking at him. I didn't know at the time a man or woman once he slid up in age as if, and I learned since that in heaven people can slide up and down in their ages. A woman said, a life after death, that she saw Moses and, and David running around playing as teenagers. And the angel said, you know who that is? And she said, no. She, she, he said, it's Moses and David. You know, so you can slide up and down in your age. You know, I thought that's fascinating. This guy has slid up his age to be very old, so I recognize him. And I, I was just stunned. All, and, and he looked very upset. And he had great... You see what she's saying? George Washington sped up his age in the image that she saw when she said that she passed away and was near death. As I said, I already clarified, is near death and not death, but she's calling it death. George Washington was young when she first saw him, so she didn't recognize him. So he sped up his appearance. And again, this is all happening in her mind because her mind is, think about it, we're only used to seeing George Washington with the gray hair, right? Because that's what she's used to seeing on Earth. That's what her mind projected. So it sped up when she had this near-death experience. The aging of George Washington sped up so that she would recognize him. That's what she's saying. And as far as what she just said about Moses and David and seeing them together, that's not at all surprising to me. Because weren't Moses and David related? Now David is related to the Jesse tree. Moses is not related, but I always thought that those two were compatible and close, even, even when we're not born in the same century as somebody, we can still be close because this is, remember, I said at the beginning, time is man-made. We write little squares on a calendar. The Julian calendar was invented. All of it was invented to keep some order to what we experience here on this planet, on Earth. As far as I'm concerned, there doesn't have to be any keeping of time, and you should just be able to go through your days on this Earth, unencumbered by time, 
wandering amongst, amongst the greenery and the beautiful green land that you see everywhere here, unless you're in the desert, of course. But do you know that green is the main color of this planet? It's always been to me, and that's been proven from space as well, I believe. So, then I get into the whole theory, which is my theory that I invented before I ever heard anybody else had said it, that all the stars out there, think of all the stars that you see, little pinpricks of white light. Those could all be the deceased people because there are billions and billions and billions of stars. Billions and billions and billions of stars. I mean, it would just blow your mind to think about it. You just can't even comprehend it, how many different galaxies there are out there. And think of how many, how many people have been born on planet Earth and so-called passed away. So what we call passing away could be, and in my opinion is, something to do with all those stars you see up there. Like that's each human life. That's kind of what she's discussing here. Listen in. Are you kind of wiry here? You know, kind of down here, and and I I, I was stunned. At, and he had he had gray blue eyes. The best I can describe, like I'd never seen before. Although now I have a nephew who has gray eyes, which is very rare. And uh, and George Washington, of course, had gray blue eyes. I know now. That he's looking at me, and I don't even know him. Uh, but, but but I think he's upset, maybe because I'm turned around, you know. But now I know why he was upset and why he was upset. So I turned around and, and, and looked back at him and said, I'm not going to disobey again. Well, now I know. Now I know, and I'll explain later, that that was George Washington because my family from Fredericksburg, Virginia, is related to George Washington, to his sister, Betty. And, uh, uh, you know, my grandmother always told us the lineage and everything. And, wow. and he was from Fredericksburg, basically. And uh, so. Okay. Now, at first, when she said, I'm related to George Washington, I thought, and that's why you think that you're seeing him in this near-death experience. Because she already knew that she was related to George Washington. But I didn't know that, didn't, and neither did you at first until she said, oh, and also my relative blah blah told us of the lineage. So it wasn't just that George Washington was appearing to her especially, he was appearing to her because she already knew that she was related to George Washington. Do you understand what I'm saying? She was projecting that into her mind. In my opinion, I am all. Because she already knew she was related to George Washington. Her mind, I see our minds race ahead. They skip ahead. So her mind was skipping ahead because she still had a mind. She still had a conscious mind during this experience because technically she was still alive. Oh, I know you're all going to get mad at me now. Oh, she was still alive. So that there is no near-death experience. This is a near-death, but there's no death experience because nobody, and this is what you discover when you lose your relatives, tragically the way I did, unexpectedly the way I did, and all at once the way I did. You realize 
nobody, well, you realize in a way that you never realized before that nobody comes back from the so-called dead to tell you anything. That's the scariest part of all. That's the scary part because why is there this barrier? I, I view it as this dark black barrier. It's like that black nothing that existed before you were born. Like you were in this dormant, black, silent stage where it was nothing but silence. And then you were born. And then you started experiencing all of this on this planet that we experience. And our experiences are different. Even though they are very similar, they're still different. So that's why I think she thought she saw George Washington, because she already knew she was related to him. So he could have been coming to visit her because he was a relative. It wasn't just George Washington coming to anyone with some special message, which seems to be what she's trying to say. Keep listening. And the final line of my Passover was George Washington. And he was looking upset. And I, I was clueless at the time. So I turned back around. And so all of a sudden, I feel all these. I, I'm, I say, I'm not going to disobey again at all. I'm not going to do anything wrong because I've got to go back, right? So uh, to tell people, so all of a sudden I feel warrior angels, the presence of warrior angels come out. I'm like, oh, my gosh, am I in trouble? I mean, hmm. uh, is it wrong to ask to go back? Uh, maybe I'm in trouble, you know? Maybe, I'm, maybe I shouldn't ask to go back when you've been this far. You know, I was clueless. And, and then all of a sudden I feel the presence of my angels come out. So we got my relatives, warrior angels, my angels are coming out, and then I know in the middle of my angel is God and Jesus walking down the glass road out of heaven towards me. And I'm I don't turn to look, I'm like I'm like, Oh my gosh, God didn't have to do this. All I had to do is give the word, right? Why is he doing this? And and then it's so excited because you're so happy, you know. It's like your daddy, you know, your father. You know, and Jesus, oh. the only reason you're there, your Savior. Oh, my gosh, like your family. And, and so God comes and stands right behind me, right behind me. Jesus is standing right on his right with his arms crossed because I can see from the corner of my eye. His arms are crossed at about my eye level, which being at my... My height, that means Jesus is about six foot tall, you know? And so his arms are crossed. I guess I'm not going back, you know? But then he got to, and it's so beautiful, he talks to me. And his voice, you know it when you hear it. You know it. It's hardwired into us to know God's voice. God, the Father, says to me in this baritone, beautiful masculine voice, Daughter, why go back? Stay here. Yeah. Where love and say it was in the intent where you're loved and say Stay here. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm just so touched. But I start talking to him. I start, I'm like. At this point, this is where I say, and I say something else controversial here on the show. It's going to be considered controversial to you humans. When they start talking about being told to stay or should go back or crawling through the earth with worms. 
as she was talking about earlier, she was crawling through this dirt in this vision that she had this experience. I'm calling it a vision, but it was an experience that she had. Crawling through the dirt with the worms. This could all be evil. Don't you even think of that? That this could be evil trying to keep you there? I mean, this, that's what my first thought is. Do you have a retirement So when that's your first thought, you know, go with your first thought. You've heard that before on this life, on this planet, you know. Life went through me, I, and I had spiritual knowledge. It was amazing. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I died, didn't I? I'm, like, I'm talking to her, like, that's dying, you know. Oh, my goodness, that's dying. It's that simple. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was just amazed. I was amazed. I was elated. Really, I was. Because I knew I was a child of God because of Jesus. I had no fear. Well, now I had no fear. Now that I knew I was on the other side. Okay. I'm going to get to the part where she's talking about, (laughs) sorry, crawling through the earth. Because I've never heard this before. You know, you hear all of these different so-called near-death experiences. This is the first one I've ever heard say that she was crawling through the earth with worms, what would be the purpose of that? I can understand the crawling through the earth part, like she thought about hell, but then she comes out into the light part, seeing the light, seeing the goodness. And I, and I, I looked at the x-ray check and I wanted to uh-huh. talk to her. Hey, hey, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm standing right here. I'm going to heaven. See ya. And the vibrancy of the scan is so vibrant. I'm like, hey, guys. So that's the real world you're in. I've been living in the created world. It's never quite as vivid as the original isn't, you know. And so I just made a few notations about that. And so I finally said, okay, I'm ready to go. I told him. And then when I said that, the the angel closest to me, who I felt familiarity with, he said from behind the veil, turn to your right and don't look at us as we enter the room. I'm like, oh, okay. This is all new to me, but I'm excited. You know, I'm going to heaven. So I turned to my friend. How do you know? How does she know that's where she's going? That's all falling behind me. This is the problem. This is what I'm talking about. How do you know? How do you know? Feel them. I sense them. They all—they're like. A lot of them, you know, I, I don't know how many, but I feel their tall presence. She feels their tall presence. Get to the park. We head to the left over the spot where George Washington won America's Independence, where he beat the British in Yorktown. So we head over that way. She's excited. You know, and then I go, oh, there you go. I. I don't know, but I always hold my arms out when I'm telling my experience. I'm like, that's because angels were holding you from behind, you know. Um, and but most people aren't aware of it. But because of this space, stars are going by behind us, you know, and it's right in front of me, uh, about two feet in front of me, and it's cut off right here. I can see my arms are outstretched, you know, and I can't see the angels, you know. I can just see me because it's like. Talking about where things were that she saw, on what time. You know, so anyway, 
Um, so I'm just seeing me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's still me. But I'm a perfect me. Oh, my gosh. You know, God is so great. I mean, Jesus gives you everything. I mean, I was like, hey, guys, I never looked this good on earth, okay? You know, like, so you're like, seeing your reflection in the yeah. mirror, and yeah. all of a sudden you've been made into this perfect uh, image of, of what you would like to be in that God had fashioned you as. As, as I think we would have been if there wasn't sin in the world, right? You got it. Sin is, Amen. Isn't it interesting? That was the main thing she said. You want to look a certain way, but you don't. Your body's all fat. It's all from sin. Sin on this planet. Sin, 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 sin. The reason why she looked beautiful in this near-death experience, which is how we're referring to this. We don't know what it was was because we are so kept down in pain and problems and struggles and not liking what you look like, illnesses, all of that is from sin. For whatever reason, we were put on this earth to endure that. That is part of the mystery, why we were put on earth to have to go through all of this. Because there, of course, she looks the way she wants to. She has everything she wants. You just have to be very sure and be very careful if you're having one of these experiences that it's not the evil trying to trick you by giving you all the great things. Okay. Wish me a happy birthday and your message is on the page at blogtalkradio.com, Miss Hyphen X. I have a lot of listeners, but not one of you has ever wished me a happy birthday. 15 years, nearly 15 years that the show has been on the air. Until next time, happy screen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.